Hey guys, I'm gonna tell you right now. This is all you gotta do. Wake up, brush your teeth, right, Orlando? <laughs> six out of seven days. Yeah, six out of seven days. Sunday, you're not gonna see a girl. Put the toothbrush down. Okay? There you go. Yes, <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> are open just be shorter than me that's all i'm asking for just send him the quick you up and that's all that's all you gotta do <laughs> the, so what are you doing after this <laughs> <laughs> he's easy like that you just text him and you got him <laughs> that's it should we just jump into it all right guys so we just had our drinks and i'm about to jump into oh yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, hey we're about to cheers we are drinking Tequila. Cheers. The lo-fi music is about to play, I think, right now. <laughs> Let me just take this drink. Well, I had already had mine, but I'll, I'll, I'll pretend. Hell yeah. That's what we're doing. What's up, everybody? You listen to the All Feelings, No Facts podcast, where every week we do our best not to get canceled. We also talk about relationships, navigating the dating scene, self-development, and social issues in 2022. And that means the controversial stuff as well. My name is Rashawn, the star of the show. On my right, I got my co-host, Davis, the resident stepdad. He's got the snapback, and he's smiling right now. He just touched his forehead. I don't know what all that was. On my left, I got Orlando. This is my... It's actually my dancing instructor. Um, he just did a salute into the mic. Um, so we're going to be asking him a lot of questions today because we don't really know that much about him. But um, this is a guy who we think has a lot to say. Yeah, for sure. I love when people go silent because then I just start talking. So. Okay, perfect. <laughs> hey, you're a perfect podcast guest right now. So, Orlando, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are as a human being. And then Davis's favorite question, do you feel enough today? Today, I do feel enough. I am tired, but I do feel enough. Uh, my name is Orlando Parodi. Uh, I'm originally from Venezuela. I've been in the States for the past 11 years. Um, I love dancing. I love music. I love soccer because I'm Hispanic, so I kind of had to like soccer. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, you're a pretty big Barcelona fan, right? If I'm not ooh, wrong. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> How's ooh. that going for you? <laughs> no, no. You're not allowed to mention Barcelona in front of me, okay? I'm in Madrid. All the way. The first match that I watched of soccer, I think I was like 9 or 10 years, and it was Real Madrid. So that's my team. That's I mean, you guys got lucky this uh, Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday, you know? Yeah. Got lucky. Got a couple goals that weren't supposed to be goals. It's all right. It's okay. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday was a fun match. Seven goals. It still hurts my feelings as we lost, but yeah, it's right. I love second, it. leg. second leg. All right, guys, I don't know anything about soccer, <laughs> so I'm going to move on to the next question. Is okay with you, Orlando? <laughs> Do your thing. All right, cool. So, Orlando, how did you end up in the dancing space? So, um, I, I ended up in the dancing space in the way that I think most guys end up in the dancing space. There was a girl. I wanted to dance too. <laughs> so I didn't want to look silly when dancing with her. So yeah. I just kind of had to figure something out. Uh, at the time, I think I was 17. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was 17 and I didn't know what I was doing. But at the time, I was a music instructor for piano and guitar. 
basic stuff mainly so i understood music i just never knew how to dance so i just asked my dad to teach me because he, he and my mom met dancing so i know he's a good dancer and then he just gave me the most basic bare bone lessons oh this is the music this is how you can it this is how you step all right go fly and that's it that that's how i started making mistakes so do you think that this is i uh, say so you're <laughs> you're uh do you think a lot of guys are, are getting into dancing for the same reason i wouldn't say all of them but i would say most of them get their interest peaked because yeah. of a girl like even yeah. my brother uh when i started dancing i offered to teach him all the time i like let me teach you let me teach you you're gonna need it i promise you you're gonna thank me it's like nah 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 and then one day at 2 a.m he just texts me he was at quinceanera party and he's like uh, i need you to teach me how to your dance. brother was yeah. that your brother had a down bad moment yeah yeah he just texted me at 2 a.m like okay i gotta learn, i gotta know how to dance by chat and i'm like i told you but yeah yeah, I think the first time I saw Salsa and Bachata dancing was at Salsa by the Sun. I'm just going to play volleyball, and I saw all these girls dancing with these dudes, and I was like, I, I got to get in there. Yeah, that's, that's usually <laughs> what everybody does. Okay, I want to do that, and I don't want to look silly, so let me just learn. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, are you having trouble with women? Do you even know any women? Okay, maybe, but the answer... Uh, I'm guessing no. <laughs> uh, go to Alpha Midway. Uh, Orlando, can you give us the address of Alpha Midway for all our uh, future dancers that are want to? Hey, guys, this isn't just for getting women. You have to actually <laughs> learn something. You actually have to dance. So, mind blown, it's on Alpha and Midway. Yes, so, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it took me a while to realize that yeah. more than I would like to admit to. Uh, but yeah, we get classes every week. Show up over there, ask for some questions, and we'll get you dancing. I promise you. Also, shameless plug, um, my birthday is on Monday. We're having a boat party on Sunday. So if you guys want to go have some fun on a boat, music, DJ, drinks, food, water, anything that you could want, really. Bathrooms this time, maybe? Possibly two, at okay. least one. <laughs> <laughs> at least one. <laughs> But that's on Sunday, so shameless plug. Come to my party, all right? Hey, I'm going to be there. Davis is going to be there. I mean, who else do you need at that point, right? That's all you need, really. Yeah, and, well, there's going to be a lot of girls, too, in case, like, anyone gives a shit about that. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully going to be at least one or two girls there. <laughs> uh, Orlando, would you say, have you always been a confident guy, or what was, like, your journey to gaining confidence if you weren't confident in the beginning? So I was actually extremely, extremely shy all the way through high school, extremely shy all the time. Uh, if you see the guys in movies where they just freeze talking to a girl, I, that literally happened to me in college. I literally stood in front of a girl. I tried to say hi. The world <laughs> didn't come out. And I, she just walked out. She looked at me like, what? And then she just walked away. That happened to me. That was literally most of my life honestly so so what changed what sparked the did you know what happened so the thing is it it, it never changed I, i'm still pretty shy but there's like a breaking point so i'm usually very 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 shy and to the point where the girl literally had just has to take the initiative or I'm, nothing's gonna happen yeah. uh 
and then w- once she takes the initiative, then I'm like confident. Okay, I, I know for sure you're like me. So now I'm confident. But honestly, I'm just still very, very shy. I, I think this is a laying in the cut method. Is this a laying in the cut method? Because that's Rashan. That's how Rashan gets girls. Rashan <laughs> is more. Tell us how you got girls. Hey, hey guys, I'm gonna tell you right now. This is all you gotta do. Wake up, brush your teeth. Right, Orlando? Six out of seven days. Yeah, six out of seven days. Sunday, you're not going to see a girl. Put the toothbrush down. There you go. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Perfect. (laughs) You know, take a bath. Put on clean clothes, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean... You got to take care of the basics, I I think. Unless, like, you just... Some girl likes you and she... Has mental illness and she's just down for the most insane. She's like those things. Yeah, yeah, she. I mean, in it happens. I'm not saying you know there is a person for everybody, so that just proves that God is real, right? <laughs> um, it's gotta wait your turn. Yeah, wait your you, turn. You, you wait your turn, but also in the while you're waiting, you know, put on a nice T-shirt, put on some jeans, maybe some cool shoes. I don't know, something that you like. And then the ones with the little wheels, that's usually what gets you. The wheels, Heelys. Yeah. They're called Heelys. Yeah, the Heelys. Guys. That's okay. the one. Yeah. You need to buy Heelys. Yes. <laughs> 100%. I, I, I can confirm. Once she sees you in the Heelys, when you're just rolling down <laughs> the street, you just roll into the bar. That's all you need. She's going to be asking, what you, what's your snap? What's your Insta? Uh, or something like that. Just don't be disgusting, right? Um, maybe be funny, right? Were, Orlando, were you funny at all? Or, I mean, you're, I can tell you're a funny guy, but uh, were, <laughs> most were times you? not everybody understands my humor because it's pretty dorky, pretty, pretty dumb. But I, I would, I would, I would think most people think I am, I, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Just be, you know, be a little bit of funny. Maybe watch some comedy, some stand up, steal a Dave Chappelle joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, no. If you are like a shy guy, then just try to have your ducks in order. Um, have a skill set, you know, play guitar or. Uh, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah that see, usually helps. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I, I, I'm telling you, bro. I mean, like, uh, I am a man of God. I know. I've been drinking today. <laughs> but I. Do it, do it. I want I, I want it all. I want it all. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. Just feelings. I want all the feelings. All the feelings. Look, man. There's been times where I'm just in my room, where I'm just being myself. I'm loving myself. I'm, you know, in this case, like, uh, people ask me, like, okay, what, what, what is self love? Like, well, for some people, self love is playing guitar. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I do feel like the more that you invest back in yourself, more people somehow, some way. Through some kind of energy or quantum dynamics or some kind of, or some people just call it God, but it's just like, you know, the more that you kind of give these blessings to yourself, more uh, blessings will be given to you. So I would say, you know, build your skill set, find something that you like, um, be grateful with what you have and be patient and the women will come the women i mean yo i used to have no game and the women still 
were coming, sliding in the DMs. Hey, let's let's hang. Out. Do you want to study together, bro? I know what studying needs. So we're not studying, right? Davis, are we studying? No, we're not studying. We're not studying. Anyway, uh, Landa, so so this laying in the cut thing, did that sort of, is that how you got your current girlfriend? How did you meet your, your bae right now, your birth thing? Uh, I actually met her dancing, uh, dancing, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it's really not like the cute story. She uh, was going to a concert, so she had a couple of drinks, and then the concert got canceled, so we actually met at a club dancing. Uh, she liked how I danced, so she actually asked me, like, hey, let's just, I want your number because I don't know that many people here. Let's go out dance. And then we didn't talk for a year. And then I was like, hey, you want to dance? And then that picked it up from there a year later. So I just let the seed plant for like a year. That's, and I was that's like, a okay, lot of patience. Right now, <laughs> the, the, time is, the time is right. So this is the time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I would say uh, you just got to just gotta do your own thing. Uh, it depends on the type of person that you are. Again, I was super shy. So most of the times I was by myself doing the things that I like, playing music, playing video games, playing soccer. And eventually, I mean, it might not be quick, but eventually somebody's going to come. And if you stay true to yourself, the person that comes is going to be the person that you actually like because you're staying true to yourself instead of just faking it or trying to do what movies say you should do. You know, I was just dancing because I enjoyed dancing and then I met somebody or I was playing guitar because I like guitar or I was playing video games and going to conventions. So you meet somebody yeah. like that. So Orlando mentioned something very important and this is something guys need to listen to, which is like, if you want to meet a girl who is the same energy or this on the same, you know, way of thinking as you, you have to be the most authentic version of yourself right yeah like because some dudes are out here and they're they're in the strip club and they're talking to a girl a stripper basically right and i'm not hey no no shade to strippers and you do no judging no judging we're not here to i'm just saying it's like i know those guys don't want to necessarily be with those type of girls and the stripper and analogy is maybe a little extreme but you do find guys in these situations where they're with a girl who is not a match at all with who they are, but because they're putting on maybe like a fake persona, they accidentally attracted this person into their life. And now it's a big fucking mess. And eventually you're just going to get tired of being that person that you're not. So uh, it's better just to stay true to yourself. Do your thing. Eventually somebody's just going to come. You just got to be patient. Yeah, I know they tell you fake it till you make it, but at some point, the faking it is just going to get exhausting. You know, you're just going to, you always end up at the regular mean level of who you are. You're always going to go back to that. So, you know, maybe take a, take a chill pill, do some self-improvement yep. uh, on your own, not to get a girl, you know, get the job or, or pursue the career or pursue the hobbies for yourself. The girl might be the fucking sparkling motivator, but in the very end, Make sure that everything is internalized. That's the only way you can reflect it to the world. Yeah. Man, if you want to be happy with somebody, you just got to be happy by yourself first. So, yeah. Uh, so, Orlando, how long have you been in a relationship for? Uh, we've been together for three years now. It's okay. been a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I've, the, the longest relationship I have ever been in is one year. Is that a long time? I don't know. Orlando, would you say that's a long time? I think it is. I think nowadays relationships are so short 
Mm. The yeah. really going past the year mark really makes you think like, okay, I'm, I, I should, I'm really serious with that person. At this point, right. I'm committed to this. Uh, you should probably be committed way before the year. But yeah. uh, I, I feel like everything now is just so fast. Like ads have to be quick. Everything has to be quick. Your foot has to be quick. Even your relationships, like you either have to match within the first week or not. Fast then, food, rela- the, the relationships are fast food. Everybody wants everything fast, man. Super and fast. Sometimes they, things take time. So I would think, yes, one year is, is a long time. If there's any ladies listening t- to this right now, I have a message for you. If this guy... If you just met a guy and he's trying to sleep with you on the first date, he doesn't like you. He doesn't. I'm, he just has needs. He just has needs. He's going to he's going to use you, then he's going to toss you just like the girl he did last week. And um, maybe I'm talking in extremes, maybe that's not true. But for I mean that's how I operate. If, if I'm holding off on like being too uh, physical with a girl, it usually means because I like her and I actually want to build something, an emotional connection first. And I think, I think actually most guys operate in that way. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, doing anything physical on your first time as long as you're both aware of what's happening. You know, yeah. sometimes you just, you just need to have something. And as long as both are clear... You're, it's it's okay, you know. We're all humans. We're all adults. We all have needs. Sometimes it is what it is. Now the problem is when one or the two oh, people involved start lying, like, "Hey, I love you right now. Like, <laughs> I love you. I really, really love you. Like, you're the girl of my life." And then all of a sudden, okay, well, I don't love you anymore. That that's a problem. But if mm. you're both clear, you can understand what's happening. There's nothing wrong with it. What do you think, guys do that more or girls do that more? Who do you think love bombs people more? I think the stereotype is that guys do it more, but I think it's pretty even. Uh, I think it's pretty even. It's just the attention. Most of the time, that thing goes to the guy. But at, at this point, I mean, it's 2021. It's pretty even. Everybody does whatever they want to do. So, right. yeah. Give me a second. Let David speak, uh, Free speech. I mean, we've talked a lot about being patient, and I guess your life is built a lot on delayed gratification. Um, so is that something that you've carried on since you were a kid? How did that sort of habit of sort of letting things happen in due time sort of start for you? Because, um, I, you know, we're going to ask you about how you stumble onto teaching classes, but has your life always just been marked by letting things come to you and being very patient? Um, and allowing for the process to run its course and is that something you developed yourself or your parents instilled in you or how did that come up? Well, it was kind of a combination just because I was so shy uh, to the point that it was extremely hard for me to take the initiative that uh, I, I realized that, okay, I either will put myself in a situation when I'm super uncomfortable and I will just look like an idiot trying to do something that I'm I don't feel comfortable doing that. I understood uh, once I understood that I was like, okay, I just, I just, I just gotta do whatever makes me comfortable, whatever makes me happy. Uh, I will have something that is missing. Cause you always want that companionship. you you want that person that you want to talk to. You want to relate to, you want to spend time with, but forcing it just wasn't my thing. I just didn't never felt comfortable faking it or never felt comfortable taking the lead uh, at the beginning that I just had to wait and, and find other ways to, to keep myself happy, which 
you know, with my hobbies of playing music, dancing, sports, soccer, that kept me happy. And once you're happy, I feel like that energy of you being happy, you being calm with yourself, you feeling complete and full with yourself, that attracts the energy, the energy that you want. Yo, dude. If there's one thing girls are very attracted to is it's a guy who is very happy w with himself, right? Yeah. And, and then when you're in a relationship, it drives them crazy. Because they're like, if they're not involved in whatever you're <laughs> smiling about, <laughs> then it becomes an issue. <laughs> Sorry, Davis is trying to get me to not fuck with the mic. I have a... He has a fucking problem with mic. So this fucking... He just sorry. needs to keep touching something, yeah. man. It's I okay. Have a, it's I okay. have a mic fixation. Look, I'm gonna get you. Uh, uh, what do you? What do you call that? The spinners, the little uh, fidget spinners. Yeah, fidget spinners. That's what I, I, I do, do. And then Rasham will be happy with the podcast. Yeah, just yeah. be flicking that I thing do all day. Those actually. But yeah, I mean, you just gotta do your thing, man. Once you're happy, uh, once you fill yourself with the things that make you happy you'll realize that you don't ha actually have that need of having somebody mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. And once you see that calmness in you, you're going to attract the energy that you need. Because really nobody likes a needy person, right. uh, an extremely needy person. Like if a guy is way too intense, like asking all the ladies their number and asking all the ladies, let's go out, that they'll feel that energy. Yeah. You might get one or two, but eventually you're not gonna get what you want. Look, it's same for the girls. It just goes both ways. The, 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 that's funny. Orlando mentions that. Like, hey, hey, you're gonna don't worry. You're you're gonna get their phone numbers and their Instagrams and their Snapchats, but when it comes time to like, hey, so like, do you want to hang out on Monday? Left on red. Yeah. Yeah. Left on red, bro. Was it worth it? Was it worth getting <laughs> hustling for all those numbers? It's just going to hurt more in the end because then yeah. you thought you had a win and then you realize you actually had a lose. Yeah. So uh, exactly. you just got to be patient. Be happy with yourself. And it's going to come. It's going to come, guys. Don't don't trip out too much about Honestly, I'll be, hey, I'll be honest. This is your, your big brother talking. Sometimes, even sometimes big bro falls off the ladder a few <laughs> times you know what i mean I, I get a little in my feelings i get a little bit in my feelings and then i have to i have to really remember who i am and what i love to do <clears throat> sorry about that and um once you're grounded in yourself then you realize like oh yeah i don't actually i would like to have this maybe this woman this relationship whatever but it's not something it's not a necessity in my life um, we'll, we'll go on to the next question. Yeah, how, sure. um, well, how did you end up? So how did you end up teaching after, you know, learning how to dance or what was the process of you getting good enough to actually start teaching? So I actually, uh, started teaching the first teaching job that I had was teaching how to play guitar and piano. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of funny because I started learning how to play the guitar and I feel like I learn pretty quickly. I, I might not get to be the best in anything that I learn, but I catch on to things pretty quickly. So my instructor at the time saw that I used to learn very quickly and I was okay. I liked helping people. So he just offered me like, Hey, you should teach a class. You just out. You come in 30 minutes early. I'll tell you what to teach. And then you go in. And that's how we did it for like a couple of months. I would come in who do, Hey, play this on the guitar for them. And then I would just play it and like, okay, let me teach him. So then when I started dancing here, I started taking classes 
uh, Alpha Midway and I actually joined the dance team. That's how I found Alpha Midway. I just joined the dance team. I loved it. I was so happy there. And I told Sal, which is the owner, I was like, you're never going to get rid of me. So FYI, the first day I met him and I'm still there. So I was right. <laughs> but uh, during the, the team practices, uh, again, I would catch on on the things really quickly, whether because I have a, a background in music, so I was able to understand what how the moves connected to the music. So I was able to just catch on really quickly. And then I would just stop my practice because, uh, okay, I got it. Let me just help somebody else how to, to get it too so that we can all move on. So Sal saw that, that I would just take my time, teach people, be patient, and just explain it to them. It didn't matter if they didn't get it or if they got it quick. I just was patient with them because I wanted, I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, just wanted them to get it. Uh, then he, in the end, he said, okay, just help me with a couple of classes every now and then, some basic classes because I think you enjoy it. I enjoy helping people. So that's how I started teaching. Yeah. All right. So you do you feel like you're kind of like a natural born teacher? Do you ever feel that way? I don't know about a natural born teacher, but I think I, the first thing that is important is that I enjoy helping people. I do get a pleasure in getting, uh, teaching somebody to do something that they didn't know how to do, or they didn't think they would be able to do. Uh, and the second thing is I, I think I'm also pretty, uh, I, I'm decent or good at simplifying things to like, to where the point you're, you can understand them very simple, simplify everything, not make it overly complicated so that you can at least get it. You might not be perfect at it, but you get it. And then that gets you motivated to keep chasing that, that feeling. Um, I don't, I don't know how religious you are, but when you started teaching, was that where you thought God wanted, is that what you thought God wanted you to do for the current moment that you are in your life? I, I do feel I, I, I do I do feel it fills a gap in my life. I, I think I need to be involved in helping people one way or another. Personally, um, I'm a, uh, I, I don't I don't believe in a specific religion. Uh, I'm more of an agnostic, so I need to see things so that I can believe them. I believe that there's a possibility that there's something bigger and there's a destiny for everybody. Uh, but the way I see teaching is just that uh, it fills a gap in my life of wanting to help somebody do something. Um, and, and, and that feeling is almost selfish. It's almost like I teach because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good that I made you do something that you didn't know what to do, how to do it. So it's almost selfish to a point, but I do enjoy it in the end. And almost everything, because there's this... <clears throat> Like when I'm, when I do the things that, you know, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty religious. So the things that God wants me to do, there's this ecstasy in my, like, it's almost like a, a rush in my head. That, dopamine. Like a like, dopamine hit every single time I do it. That is, that is so scary. It's, it's ridiculous how the things that you're just sort of passionate to do where, you know, I think you would teach without making money. I think like, oh, I definitely you would. would just 100% would. Yeah. I mean, I was teaching just at like 30 minutes ago before we yeah, started the podcast exactly. for nothing. So for, I just enjoy that feeling. It gives me what you said, that dopamine, that dopamine. It, it gives it to me like, oh, I, I help him get to that point. I'm not going to be going around and telling everybody, hey, he's dancing because of me. But personally, selfish inside of me, I'm like, I'm happy I did that. 
And th- I think this is, <clears throat> this is a message to everybody out there where that, that dopamine hit and that natural ecstasy is what you're kind of looking for in your passions. You know, if you're trying to get a, if you, if you think you can get that from a relationship with a girl or from outside factors, it's never going to come from that. You have to spend some time to find the things that you truly love that give you that sort of rush in your head that make you truly happy about what you're doing. And that's going to seep through that energy. You'll, you're enjoying teaching people. Like when somebody sees that, they'll see that it's natural. Like when we see Lindsay teaching and just spending time just dancing and thinking of moves standing up, it just it's natural. Like we, and people will get attracted to that because they're like, okay, that's coming from a very clean place that is not motivated by anything rather than just passion. I actually w- was teaching a little while just for free, just for fun, just for myself. I just, like I say, that feeling, and, and for me, it's teaching, uh, most, more specific helping people, really. Um, I, I'm the type of guy that you can call at 3 a.m., like, hey, I need help with this, or come pick me up, or come with it, whatever. And at 3 a.m. bachata tutorial, <laughs> please, Orlando, please. Hey, just finish your social. You realize you need a little bit of help. So you call Orlando, and I'm like, I'm going to be like, yeah, bro, I got you. No worry. I do enjoy helping people. But, hey, it can be whatever it is. Some people plant trees. Some people, uh, you know, uh, teach. Some people buy things. Whatever it is that makes you happy, uh, you just got to chase a feeling in a healthy way. Right. And, uh, and, and really... Chase the things that makes you happy. Get 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 that dopamine hit. So, uh, Orlando, you're talking about how um, when you were younger, maybe like ages 17 to maybe mid 20s, you were not as confident. So, like, what is late your late 20s? Yeah, to late 20s. Um, yo, hey guys, it doesn't matter what age you are. We all matured. I don't care if you're 10 or if you're 10 hundred. Right? <laughs> what number? Ten <laughs> hundred? Is that a thousand? Yeah. Okay, let's pick a real, more of a realistic number. Maybe fifty. This okay. is where we're doing a podcast and not teaching math. Yeah, right? yeah, there's exactly a reason for right. it. Uh, sorry, I was trying to be poetic, but then it didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's never too late. That's what I'm trying to say. It's never too late to make a change. Anyone can change um, for the better or for the worse. I don't know. Hopefully for the better. Right. Davis is agreeing. I think that it really you just had to find the way to be that makes you confident. Not everybody's confident in the same way. Yeah. Not everybody. Uh, so for some guy, for some people, you can be talking to like the opposite sex. That's what, that's how they're confident. Maybe at work doing what they're supposed to be doing, they're not confident. Uh, you just got to find the thing that makes you confident. Uh, I was really, for whatever reason, I don't know, uh, I just couldn't talk to girls. I just I just yeah. couldn't. So I had to find my ways of doing, being uh, good at the things that I like and enjoying the things that I like. And then that way I, get, I got to meet people. Uh, I got to meet girls just because I was doing my thing. They were attracted to that, and that's how I met them. Not everybody is able to just go talk to the other person and be like, hey, this is what I want, this is how I feel, let's go. Uh, some yeah. people are just you just gotta find a way that makes you feel good about it. Yeah, the thing is like, it, and there there's so many different ways to to play the game, especially when it comes to dating. Like, 
you don't have to be like Mr. Smooth, suave, charismatic, but you do have to have some kind of character or something, some kind of foundation where the girl can say, oh, I see this guy. I like him because of because he does this. He acts like this. He's nice. You know what I mean? Um, and then, yeah, there's going to be other girls where they're they're wanting more to be pursued and whatever and then it yo at the end of the day you got to date your audience right that's what we kind of talked about i feel like there's a social stereotype of how people should meet because of movies or because tv or because of series or because of the way things were done in the past so there's a that social stereotype of this has to be done like this you just gotta go be confident talk and do this and say what you want uh, and things will happen and it really again it's 2021 people are different people express themselves in different ways people feel happy in different ways uh so you just gotta chase the feeling that you enjoy and and, and you're gonna find that happiness one way or another you know kind of adding on to what orlando was talking about like even even me and davis have a different way of approaching women right yeah why do you say different that, yeah, yeah. So like all the guys who've, um, I'm very straightforward. I've never like the whole like, I don't want to say I've just never been scared to just like go and just like shoot my shot or talk to a girl. Like it's never been like a thing that's bothered me since I was younger. But I admire you. <laughs> but so, but like I'm looking at. So we brought a bunch of guys. We've talked to a bunch of guys um, off the podcast on the podcast. And almost all the guys we've brought on have the same approach uh, like you do, where you're just very laid back, you chill, you kind of let things come come to you. Um, you're not really hard in pursuit, I guess. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm trying it out right now. You know, I'm just kind of <laughs> trying a different way of doing it. Just because my way has worked doesn't mean that it's the the optimal way of doing it you know but i mean if that's that's the way you feel confident and, and you're comfortable so, there's yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with it like it's fucking like yeah. you said you waited a year that will fucking kill me that's <laughs> torture <laughs> like i gotta just get that shit right, over like, with. like i can i can i can summarize my entire experience with women with the way i approach approach girls in two ex- uh, situations that i had so the first one i already mentioned where I, I literally in college i was like 20 i wasn't young i was i literally went to a girl that i liked i didn't know her i just tried to say hi that's all i wanted to say hi i stood in front of her i opened my mouth and i think the noise that came out was a, a and that was it. I froze there. And she literally looked at me like, what the fuck? And then she just walked away. So that's one. That's how you know how I communicate. And the second one is my first kiss. My first kiss was the funniest thing ever. Uh, because I, I invited this girl out to the movies. And then we stayed in the mall for a little while. Um, then we all of a sudden, we just stood like, like in a little balcony, just looking out. And we were talking for a little bit. And then all of a sudden... There was this silence and I knew what that silence meant. I just couldn't act on it. I just literally, my body would not react to it. So this is what happened. I would look to my right to see her and then I would look away and then she would look at me and then she would look away and then I would look at her and then I would look away. That happened at least four times. And then all of a sudden I just hear this, (sighs) just pure (laughs) frustration. And when I look, then she kissed me. That was it. And, And then I'm like, Oh, 
yeah, I, I knew this is what she wanted. I just was so scared. So that that's 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 how I talk. That's how I express myself. I'm super shy. I'm still are a little bit better, but I just need I just once they cross that first line, then I'm good. I'm good. Then I become Davis. Then I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'll say what I want. I will do whatever. Yeah, because yeah. uh, like. Cause I'm like, there's a girl at a social. I don't know if she's listening to this podcast. I hope she's not. But at a social <laughs> essence, and like I know she has a boyfriend, and I danced with her, and I told her the day she leaves her boyfriend, she texts me. Like that's just that's just how I. That's like, your thing, man. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, if that's your thing, I respect that one hundred percent. That's all right. The thing is, like, as long as a as a girl can sense your authenticity, then it doesn't really matter what you say because it's it's not coming from a place of like, oh, I'm trying to be something I'm not. This is who I am. So, and then she's gonna respect, like, oh yeah, that's just who he is. So, or get frustrated and act. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. So guys, if you're having trouble with women, Orlando, what do they got to do? Just, just. Wait enough until they get frustrated and act. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so how would you say your confidence is now? So if it was uh, at one in those two situations in my life, I think it's at a six right now. A solid six, seven. Uh, I mean, it's, and I think the only reason why it isn't higher is because my past relationships uh you know, none of them ended well, really. Uh, they always either cheated on me or left it with somebody else. So oh, every shit. time my confidence was building up, <laughs> yeah, every time my confidence was building up, it always goes down a little bit. But I, 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 again, I just understand that this is the way I am. I just got to do what I like, do what I enjoy. And if somebody's going to appear, they appear. And I mean, she did. I mean, it's been three years now, so, yeah. Uh, so going back to this whole uh, cheating thing, um, so I think we, me and Rashawn talked about this off air, but this was the first time we've encountered like guys being like we've met other guys who've been cheated on, and it's never been in our like thinking that a, a guy like no one has cheated on me. I don't think anyone has cheated on him. First, I just want to thank all the ladies who didn't cheat on me. I know, I, I know, I didn't treat y'all the best. Um, I appreciate the time we had together. I appreciate that you chose me to begin with, and I'm and I'm and I'm sorry that things ended the way that they had to. Okay, I'm being open and honest and genuine. Vulnerable. That's like a key that's word. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a word I'm supposed to the use. The question is, have you cheated? Oh, <laughs> we don't need to say who. I just yeah, need a nod. We don't even have to keep it on the podcast. I just want a nod. I just want a nod or a no. That's all I want. Just, I don't have to verbally say it? No, you don't have to verbally say it. Okay, me kind of jumping around the question already <laughs> gave it away. <laughs> I'll say this. In my earlier days, um, back when I – look, when you're in college, uh, it seems like the whole idea about around masculinity is like bang as many women as you can or else you're a loser. That's just kind of how um, – that, that was my mindset, real talk. That's how a lot of guys even think back then is just run through these women and you're good. 
<laughs> you know? The problem was that I was running through women while I was in a relationship. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. All right. You just try to get the best of both worlds. I, All right. But but honestly, I, I I would say that that was just a culmination of too many uh, of other people being inside my mind. Because after that whole thing fizzled out, I realized how out of character that was for me, and I felt a lot of guilt about it. And after that, I was like, "Hey, I'm never, I'm never gonna cheat ever again. Like, I don't like that I hurt this person, and I'm, I'm lucky that I, I've never been hurt in this way. But I still feel a lot of guilt that I put that pain on someone else. And so I just really try to be as loyal as possible to, uh, kind of what's that word? Atone for my yeah. sins. Yeah, that. Uh, I feel like a lot of my relationships, it's always me atoning for sins that I maybe messed up in a previous relationship. So maybe um, if it wasn't cheating, then maybe it wasn't me being attentive enough or me uh, communicating enough. And so it's like every relationship that I get into, I really try to make sure that I fix the mistakes that I made in the previous relationship. Yeah, I don't think I've ever cheated on anyone uh... You just, I, I don't like how you're not sure. <laughs> okay, so usually whenever, uh, like, you, you know when a relationship, everyone knows, like, things are going to end. Like, I think everyone has the ideas. Like, if you're dating someone and you know things are going, like, you stop having sex, you stop spending time with each other. Like, you just, there's just a distance between them. Like, and I know that it's coming. Usually, like, I'll find the next girl to hop onto just so okay. that whenever this is officially over, like, I'm good to go. Like... Uh, I think that's a cultural thing because I think for, for, so first taking a step back real quick, uh, that, that, that thing that Rachan said about having other people in your mind, I completely understand that just because again, the way things were done in the past, uh, while I was growing up, I always had that cousin or that uncle or that friend who were like, hey, uh, I would say, hey, I like this girl, but she has a boyfriend. So it's like, well, what are you going to do with the boyfriend? You're like her. So what do you care? Or yeah. if you, uh, you should have like a bunch of girls or you should have. So you always I have always had that influence of my my own family. just telling me do these things. It's OK. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Go for it. It's just. I, I can't I can't really explain to you why I just always thought that that was wrong. You know that it just if you have somebody's trust, I, I just never felt like uh, I should just break that trust. You yeah. know, um, but um, it's, and again, it wasn't something that I can pinpoint to you about the uh, oh I was watching this or I was reading this. I never read. I just personally I always thought that wasn't right. Uh, but you know. Um, I forgot my, the first point that I was going to. I don't know. I th you said you were something about cultural or cultural. Cultural, thing. your uncle telling oh, you. Oh, cultural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so like, the culture of, you know, having that influence from your own family, you do it. It's okay. It doesn't matter. It's normal. People do it all the time. Uh, and, and really, it's just wrong. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I've never done it. And then on my first relationship, uh, it happened to me. So I kind of know how shitty that feels. So I'm like, you know what? I sh I'm not going to do that to anybody. So diving deep. Okay, so let's just get a, a fucking counter here. How many girls have cheated on you? Let's just... Let's just get... Uh, three. Three. Damn. Three? Damn, and one didn't cheat as far well, as, as as far as I know, She, but she told me I'm leaving you for somebody else, which I respect that a lot because I respect on it, honestly. Even, honestly, even if it hurts, 
I'd rather somebody tell me, like, hey, I just don't feel it anymore. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm, I prefer that than going somewhere else and then telling me, hey, I fucked up. Like, I don't like that. All right. So why do you, why do you think these girls were cheating on you? Uh, it's a question that I ask myself a lot. I just, uh, and, and again, that that's what that's going back to the question you asked me. How confident you are now? That's why I just don't feel like a ten because I I just don't know. I I never know if it was something that I did or if we just really didn't match or. Uh, and, and I got to the point where I was on the next relationship. I was maybe overcompensating on the things that I thought I did wrong so that it wouldn't happen again. And then it happened again. And I'm like, well, that wasn't it. So it has to be something else. And then it happens again. And I'm like, well, uh, it's a, it has to be something wrong with me at some point because I'm the common denominator and all those things. Uh, so it ends up hurting your, your confidence. You always have it in the back of your mind when it happens to you so many times. But... Uh, you just gotta not let it affect it and move on. But I, if I can, if you ask me why, I honestly don't don't know why. How? Because the worst part and the worst again, why I appreciate honesty the, so much is because every time I was like, oh, it's not you, it's me, or oh, it's just you didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, no, well, I did something wrong. Otherwise, you didn't. Sure, you, yeah. you, it, this would not have happened. So I appreciate the honesty better. How did you fucking recover from this shit? Because so, so most guys, I'm, I'm gonna just be honest with you. Most guys, they'll they'll get cheated on like once, and they'll just chalk it up to the game. But then they'll get cheated on again, and their whole personality will change, and they'll start adopting. They'll become yeah. They'll be fucking. They'll be MGTOWs. I don't know. You know MGTOWs are. They'll be like red pill. We'll be like fuck all this women. I'm gonna run through this house. So how did you recover and still keep your like mental sanity and just keep the way you viewed life and how you treated women and carry that to the next relationship? Well, uh, so again, uh, th for the first time, it just hurt horribly. So again, I was overcompensating on my next relationship and then that didn't work out and I started overcompensating and overcompensating. And I, again, I got to the point to where it was, okay, the common denominator is me. Even though they're saying it's not me, it has to be me one way or another. So that's when I started focusing more instead of focusing more on finding somebody because I want to be with somebody. That's when I started focusing on, I'm just going to do what makes me happy then. It, maybe relationships are my thing. I'm just going to do what I enjoy. Uh, that's why I started playing guitar. That's when I started playing soccer. That's when I started, well, I always play a lot of video games. But I, that's when I started focusing more on the things that I like. And uh, the way I, 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 again, I knew how shitty it felt and I'm, I just couldn't bring myself to do that to somebody else or to like run through girls. First, because again, I was shy. I was extremely shy. So like, <laughs> even if I couldn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, even if it, the thought crossed my mind, I just couldn't do it. So I was like, all right, well, I just gotta find another way to make myself happy. Uh, but it, I, I will say it is a thought that stays in my head. I've learned to understand that it happened. Sometimes people you can control people. Um, so one thing that I that I uh, I read once and that I, I always remind myself about is don't expect from people what you what you would do for them, right? So if 
I, I can't expect from my partner to do the things that I would do for her because my partner is a different person. They think differently. They do things differently. So at that point, I started looking at relationships like, okay, I will do what I need to do. If that's enough for her, fine. If that's not enough for her, fine. So now I've gotten to the point where I'm like very, very honest and, and I say things. I don't keep my feelings inside. I always talk and I'm like, hey, uh, Look, and, and I've told this to my current partner. Like, I've told her, I don't care if you leave me for somebody else. Just don't betray my trust. If you're going to do it, tell me. And I promise you, I won't hate you. I won't have any any hard feelings against you. I just need you to tell me. Be honest before it happens. Don't break my trust and we'll be fine. Uh, because I, I just understood I, I you just can't control everything. You just have to let things happen. Yeah, guys, whenever you get heartbroken, don't go fucking watch Kevin Samuels or Steph is Cold <laughs> or Alpha Male strategies. strategies. Like, just, like, that is the fucking perfect advice for a guy who's going through some shit. Like, just go find shit that you love to do where you can invest in yourself. Don't go try to bang all these hoes or... Females. Or, I mean, women. Uh, females? You I said hoes, but okay, sure. Uh, hey, women. it could be a, a girl getting a bunch of guys, man. Just hey, or or the other way. But okay, but for, I think for women, like, I mean, I don't want to make a fucking general statement, but I am. Like, when they get fucking heartbroken like three or four times, they just like gave up on relationships completely. Now, I just, think that's that's all thinking. Again, we're twenty twenty one. At the I, only I, I thing mean, is, we'll see how many girls we've seen a bunch of girls. So the come thing, up here. the thing is, here you go. The thing is. As girls are betting at keeping things discreet than we are. So we, the guys will always say, hey, no, I was with like 27 girls this week, whatever. But what makes you think that you were the only guy for that girl? What does what makes you think that that girl, you weren't her 27 guy in that week? Right. You never know. I think they're better at keeping it discreet than we are. I'm not going to, again, and I'm not summarizing that all the guys do it and all the girls do it. But... I think they tend to be better at keeping things on the down low. Uh, so I, I I still think that it happens in both ways, man. It makes you feel sad. I was giving you ladies so much credit. It makes you so it makes you feel. I think it makes it may, I, I saw it in both your faces. It made you sad to think that maybe you were her twenty-seven guy. <laughs> I took over the podcast, guys. Yeah. Welcome to All Feelings, No Facts. Yeah. This is Armando, your new host. Yeah. For real. So, so would you say that your kind of your new perspective on relationships has is what's actually keeping yours alive for so long? Uh, I think one hundred percent it is. What it, it's it's if it's not the main thing, it's one of the main things. Yeah. Uh, I, I've I've made a lot of mistakes. Uh, I, and again, at, since I realized that I was the common den denominator in all my favorite relationships, I just had to look back at myself and be like, okay, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. So I had to figure out what my mistakes were, how to fix them, how to work on them. And again, it wasn't easy. Uh, I would try to do it in the next relationship. It didn't work. But I understood that I, I try to be better at that point. Um, so I, I think the, the, the main thing the most relationships do wrong is just not communicating. It's just not saying things. Uh, 
it's okay to be jealous as long as it's not crazy. It's okay to be needy as long as it's not on the stream. It's okay to have feelings or not have feelings or deal things in your own way as long as you communicate it. For example, uh, I'm a very emotional person, honestly. If I'm happy, I'll be very happy. If I'm angry, I'll be very, very angry. But I understand that. And so what I do now is that whenever I get angry, I just go quiet for, for like an hour or two, gather my thoughts, and then I will sit down and talk about it. But I, I just can't talk about it in the moment because I'm just going to say something that I regret. Uh, and I learned that from my past mistakes. So, But the thing is, if I do that with somebody that doesn't know of me, they're going to think, oh, he just doesn't talk or he doesn't feel or he just walks away. So the, they go, again, in my current relationship, I told her, hey, when I'm angry, I'm going to go quiet for a little bit. It's not because I don't want to talk about it. It's just I need to gather myself so I don't say something I regret. And then I'll sit down and talk about it. And that's what I do. If I'm angry, I walk away. I come back. and Okay, let's talk about it now. Now we can talk. But that I set the expectations. That's a problem that people don't do. They don't set the expectations. They get angry. They walk away. And then the other person is like, why is he walking away? We, we need to talk about this. We need to resolve it. We need to do something. Uh, so if you set the expectations from the beginning, like, hey, this is the way I do it, um, understand that and we'll make it work. You don't, when, you have, when you're with somebody, you don't need to be exactly the same way. You just need to understand how each other deals with things. So if you communicate, you compromise, you set the expectations, even if you're completely different people, you'll be able to make it work just because you set the expectations right. Yeah, Orlando's putting y'all on game, so hopefully y'all are <clears throat> listening to that. If you want a, a three-year relationship plus, just hey, replay what he just said, and you're going to be good to go. I'm going to move on to the next question. This is going to be the last question, actually. We're about to finish up. Um, let me, sorry, I'm pulling my phone up. I got my notes. Um, let's see. So what other passions do you have besides dancing and are you still doing music um i actually don't play the guitar that much anymore and i think uh it was because dancing kind of replaced that that gap uh, uh of that spot so really my main uh hobbies are uh music dancing uh i love video games i've always loved video games since what kind I was of video little. games do you like um, I like story-driven video games. I like RPGs. Like, uh, are you talking about Japanese or American? Japanese RPGs. Japanese. Like, which ones do you like? Uh, Final Fantasy. Which one's your favorite Final Fantasy? Uh, the, the eight, just because that was the first one that I played. Eight. Uh, that's the one with the what's like a squall. Yep, and, that's the uh, one with a saber gun and a safer. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that, That's my favorite, just yeah. because that's the first one I played. Okay. Uh, but I actually, and I tell people all the time, uh, that's how I learned English, video mm. games. I, I would literally sit down. Uh, in Venezuela, um, you would buy, you really don't buy games legally unless you have a lot of money. Mm. But there's a lot of black market stores and they're just wide in the open. It's not illegal over there. 
that will yes. sell you the games, a uh, copy of the games for super cheap, and that's what I would buy. But the problem is that they were always in English, and I didn't speak English. And sometimes the game's not even a fucking game. They're like, hey, we got Final Fantasy 20. I bought Super Mario 27, <laughs> and the only difference was that Mario wasn't red. It was... Green with purple. Yeah, yeah I, so, play, I played that version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that version. Yeah, so uh, I've always loved video games, and my family, uh, I used to play video games with a lot of my family all the time, so it, it's something that is fun to me. I have fun yeah. memories of it, of staying late, playing Mario Kart with my uncle, or uh, spending evenings for, with, like, cousins and uncles playing Mortal Kombat, so it's something that is fun to me and that I enjoy, so... I even though I don't play that much anymore, I try to you know find spots times in the day where I do it. Uh, apart from that, I like trying new things. I like traveling. I'm not afraid of really trying anything: food, new foods, new countries, um, new places. Anything that is new, I'm, I'm kind of attracted not to. Not new women. Right. No, not no. new women. That's where he draws the nah, line. Nah, 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 nah. I'm talking about traveling, food, <laughs> yeah. experiences. I was deathly afraid. I'm dead. I don't like heights. I really hate them. Mm. I barely enjoy roller coasters. And I actually went uh, uh, skydiving recently. Oh, shit. Just because my partner, she always wanted to do skydiving. And then I bought her ticket for her birthday. And I'm like, I'm deadly afraid of this, but if I don't do it, I feel like I'm going to regret it. So I went for it. I loved it. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever do it again, but I loved it. So I'm, ha I'm always just trying to do new things. So what were you afraid of exactly? Something going wrong. I just, uh, it just, so many things out of, your, uh, out of your control, just because you're not controlling the parachute. You're not controlling the plane. You're not controlling how high you are, how fast you're going down. There's so many, it's literally, you're not in control of absolutely anything. And I was like, since I can't control anything, I can't prevent anything from going wrong. So it just, I just don't like that feeling of like your guts coming up. I, I don't like that feeling. But actually, if you go skydiving, you don't feel that feeling. You just feel like you're floating, which is pretty cool. That's why I enjoyed it. It's different from roller coaster when you feel like your guts coming up. If you're skydiving, you're literally just floating. You don't feel absolutely anything. So it's actually pretty good. Well, only if you're skydiving is the fucking shoot doesn't fuck Because <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, uh, I like God would be like if I if you end up dying, God is like, bro, what the fuck were you doing? It's your own fault. Like, like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's fun. It's a fun experience. It's super scary. But after you finish it, you get like an adrenaline rush for like 45 minutes, which it feels amazing. Because yeah. uh, I'm telling you, like, if you fucking die skydiving, like, I'm not going to be that sorry at your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? Like, you know, if you die of cancer, okay, like, you couldn't do shit about it. But yeah. sky fucking diving? Like, yo. They actually showed us a video of, uh, like, myths about skydiving. And apparently deaths are really not that common at all. Unless people are jumping by themselves and trying something stupid. 
uh, like I'll throw my parachute first and then I'll try to catch it in the air. Like surprise, surprise, you didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but usually things like that is what costs action. So uh, they showed us a video about that. They showed us a video about that gut feeling that people don't like. Uh, a bunch of things. Uh, I would recommend it 100%. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you've never done it, yeah. you should do it at least once. I think that's more like an African thing because I think the questions back home would just be, you know, there would be too many questions. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, you're trying to close this out. All right, guys. Hope you like the episode. We're about to close out this podcast. Orlando, we're so grateful that you came out to record with us. Thank you for inviting me. All right. You listen to the All Feeling Snow Facts podcast, and we are. Oh yeah! Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Okay, all fe- the all feelings no f- at uh, sorry, at almost almost got it. Yeah, at the all feelings. Uh, Davis no. is saying no. <laughs> it's just at all feelings no facts. Are okay. you sure? Yeah, I don't think there's a thing. You'll find if you do all feelings no facts, you'll find us. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I don't what know. What combination of those? Kira's gonna Kara. kill us. <laughs> 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 Shameless plug Alpha Midway Orlando Parodi Follow us yeah. Come to my birthday party Sunday Boat Lake Louisville Drinks Food Dancing Fun Alright I heard you might win that game Is that false? <laughs> I mean There's gonna be water anyway So one way or another It doesn't matter We gonna be partying up Anyways We'll catch y'all in the next episode This one will be airing on Monday 6pm Central Goodbye Peace